Hello everyone, this is Michelle with OverpoweredEntertainment.com. We're back for another Geeks of the Machine episode. Um, this time we are discussing The Flash. As my co-host, I have Jasmine. Hello guys, I'm finally back on The Flash. I know you missed me. Did we? Definitely. <laughs> Alright, <laughs> so I just want to let you guys know that Geeks of the Machine is the only podcast where you can get unfiltered, overpowered opinions about the best shows in Geek TV, okay? Alright, so before we get started, I just want to remind everyone to subscribe and review the podcast. It helps us out, and we are always looking for feedback. Geeks of the Machine is available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and any place where podcasts can be found. Alright, so... Darnell. Oh yeah, I forgot about him. (laughs) Darnell's not here. (laughs) All right, so Darnell um, has been on vacation for a while, and... He sucks. Well, he doesn't suck. He has he got to have a vacation. Don't be salty that we didn't. So he's on vacation, so he'll be back um, during the next podcast. So I guess <laughs> this is coming up late, so we do apologize about it being late, but a lot of things happened, uh, unfortunately, out of our control. But we're back, like I said, and Darnell will will be back on this week's episode of The Flash. So episode four of um, season six of The Flash, he'll be on it. All right, so last week, what happened last week, Jasmine? Uh, last week, the... A Flash of Lightning was the name of the episode. Last week was the guy when he... Uh, what did the guy from um, iZombie, the doctor who was Caitlyn's friend? Oh my god! What? Oh my god! <laughs> what? That's not the same person, Jasmine. Isn't it? No, he's from Heroes. Oh yeah, you're right. I knew I recognized him. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's so bad. I was like, oh, it must be iZombies, but you're right, it is Heroes. Wow. Okay, continue. That sounds so bad. It does. That's why I was like thrown off. I really was. Go ahead. But he was um he was trying to get the cure from Kate like some um dark matter from Caitlyn. Mm-hmm. And Caitlyn was like, "No, I can't give you dark matter reasons." But then he stole some dark matter and created a zombie. Yes. All right. So in this episode, so this is season six, episode three, entitled "Dead Man Running." Barry prepares a member of Team Flash for life without him while hunting a terrifying metahuman with an unquenchable thirst. Ralph uncovers a family secret. Thank you, Google, for giving us that summary of the episode. Are you excited they're hinting at Susie? Who? Oh, his girlfriend? I mean, his wife? Yeah. Um, I don't know, because Darnell kind of ruined it for me. Oh, wow. He said she's going to die. Really? His wife always dies, apparently. I don't so. Because in the comics, they're together for a very long time. Yeah, but that's what Darnell said. I don't read the Flash comics, so I can't tell you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know, but he could Like, be there lying. are couple goals in the comics. Okay. The only thing I heard was that she was dead. So, I mean, look, I'm tired of new people being added to the show. I really am because we got Cisco's girlfriend who doesn't have any reason to know any of this stuff. I she, agree. 
Like, she knows who Barry is. She knows Ralph. She knows everything. Like, why? Y'all are not married. You're not about to propose. You can See, here's my thing. I don't mind you telling her about you, but don't tell her about me. <laughs> and then only tell her about me, only even bring it up to me when y'all are thinking about getting married, meaning that y'all are committed to each other. When you're at that level commit, you just met her. <laughs> I love that, that you don't know her and she shouldn't know about me either. Right. <laughs> so that whole thing. But anyway, so confession. The first thing that happened this episode is confession to the team about crisis. What were your thoughts about how Barry confessed? Um, was that the first thing? I thought that was the last. Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay, just uh, like not the, that he died. I mean, it wasn't the exact first thing because the, the first thing was a dumbass heist. And I mean, I mean, if you want to give your opinion about the heist, well, because remember, he was trying to teach Killer Frost how to be him. So I think that's no, kinda... no. What are you talking about? Oh yeah, that was after that. The first thing was like, yeah, the okay, heist. Right. The heist, as was I said, stupid. like was, no one cared about <laughs> that. You're right. Because I was thinking about when Frost was at the um the investigation. Right. No, at the heist that went wrong, which is what they were investigating. So what did you think about the heist? It was stupid. The guy was like, I'm the boss now. And no one challenged him. Like, because honestly... Let's that be was your concern? Yes, because if we're members of gangs, okay? Let's say you're the leader of the gang, okay? Naturally. And you disappear. I'm going to be like, I'm the leader now. Everybody doesn't automatically fall in line to that. They would. They probably would. But still... <laughs> They would, because they already know it's a hierarchy here. Right, anyway, but I didn't feel like he was at the top of that hierarchy, if you know he, what I mean. I don't know if he was either, but here's my thing when it comes to when it comes to that, right? My problem was that he was like, well, he disappeared, so it's mine now. And my thoughts weren't what your thoughts were, everybody just accepting it, because people, that's what minions do. You know what I mean? But my problem was, honestly don't know if this man is dead he just hasn't been around for a minute you're telling me well he said in their line of work that means he's essentially dead right essentially that doesn't mean that he is so my thing is until i get a confirmed death i'm not stepping up to the plate so i can be slaughtered oh basically you want confirmed kills right i always want confirmed kills (laughs) every time Two to the head, one to the chest. Like, what are you talking about? Or two to the chest, one to the head. However it goes. Anyway, so confession. No, yeah, you want two in the head because you want to make sure they're dead. But confession and team slash thoughts. Well, it wasn't a full confession because he was like, yeah, you know, guys, this is what we saw. Well, this is what I saw, blah, blah, blah. But he didn't say, I'm not going to be there. I thought that was like common sense. I'm sorry. When they had came back later, it's like, you didn't even tell them that you were going to die. I'm like... Didn't they? I was the only one, apparently, like, if I was on a team, from season one, who was like, yo, you disappeared. Okay, that's not looking good. It's looking like death. Then your daughter was like, you disappeared and never came back for 25 years, a missing person for 25 years. I'm like, hmm, that sounds a lot like death to me. You know? I love that that's your reaction. It's like, it's like we, don't, we don't know. We still have hope. You're like, nope, sounds like he's dead. Right. 
Like, I was already on the train of figuring out the solution to this problem. Like, what, <laughs> what are y'all doing? Late to the game. Just mm, late. Mm, 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 mm. Uh, anything else you want to add about that, that terrible um, confession? Well, the, he didn't tell him he was dead. He just told him the opening part. And was like, because it was common sense. The it wasn't. didn't think he had to tell them. No, it wasn't common sense. You he wanted. He purposely wanted to hide years. it from them so that they didn't try to save him. That was That's, like, I would have told him because like, there's nothing y'all can do anyway. So, actually, I was looking through some um articles. Is this a spoiler? No. Well, I don't know if it's fact or not. So okay. So no, you don't get to talk. <laughs> If I could mute mics, you know yours would have been muted. I know. Do you actually not want me to say it? Right. Like, save that to the end if it's speculation. Okay. All right. So, then we move on to Ralph's mom being arrested, and she is involved in a gambling den, and he has And she is a lying liar who lies. Like... Okay, hold on. Let me... I'm gonna just skip through to all of his scenes with her, right? Mm-hmm. So, Ralph's mom, as I stated, gets arrested. Cecile and um, Joe are there. Uh, I don't know what Cecile is doing. I, I She's guess a she's defense still... attorney now, remember? No, but I don't think she is, because she's supposed to be a defense attorney for matters. She's not a matter, so I'm confused. Well, she's Ralph's mother. Like, that'd be like, if your mother was a... a... If you were a law, a law, a divorce lawyer, and I came to you and was like, "Yo, my mother's arrested," you know, law. I'd no, I wouldn't help. <laughs> I would not. I would get you wow. an attorney, a defense attorney. A divorce attorney cannot defend you in a court of law. They don't know that stuff. Yes, they do. They have the basics. This is how a lot of people go to jail because they get crazy attorneys. <laughs> no, they are not one in the same. Like, some stuff overlaps, but divorce and defense, does it don't. It doesn't. I mean, you're defending the client's stuff. So, anyway, um, she's like, I didn't do it. I didn't rob this liquor store or whatever she supposedly robbed. I was out gambling illegally at the time. So, they decided to go to the gambling den so they can um, see if they have any security footage to prove his mom innocent. So, c- come to find out, they... First of all, the guy at the gambling den extorts him like, yo, you need to give me $5,000 before I give you access to the security footage because I don't work with cops. I'm like... I would have told her to get out the room, okay? What do you do for me? Okay, yeah, but at the same time, you just committed extortion in front of a police officer. I feel like... <laughs> she I mean, could've... not a police officer, a DA. I feel like... It's time for you to go to jail. I would have threatened him with jail time. I'm sorry. I would have definitely. Threatened I was thinking him. that's what she was going to do too. Honestly. Like, oh, you you're committing a crime right in front of me. Oh, I'm witnessing an illegal gambling den right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, like you don't have the leverage here. You that don't. That is very true. It's weird. Um. So anyway, uh, he's like, he says, you gotta give me five grand. So Ralph look at his mom. His mom look at him. We can earn it. We're going to gamble. So they gamble. Cecile uses her powers to help her, help the mom figure out if somebody's bluffing or not. And then meanwhile, um, what's his name? 
I can't remember uh, stretchy guy's name. Ralph. Ralph. That you've been you saying this whole time. I don't know. His name flew out the window. Ralph uh, used his powers to um, extend his arm into the guy's office to grab a flash drive, and then they escape. Question for you. How did that flash drive get under that door? It's a flash drive that's small. What do you mean? No, but like his hand. Like, did you not see the crack between the door and the floor? No. It wasn't big enough for like that flash drive to be able to fit. Okay, that was your concern. Mm-hmm. My concern is how he even knew where the flash drive was. Because he was a kid and he'd been in there all the time. Okay, how do you know how to get your arm, your one arm in there, find the desk, Find the flash drive. How do you know that it's on the flash drive? Yeah, that could have been porn or something. Right. Like, you didn't even try to confirm what the contents were nothing. I don't know why he didn't just go underneath there. Right. I don't. I don't get it myself. I'm guessing the reason why is because they thought that if he disappeared, the guy would get suspicious and come looking for him. No, but he could have just left out completely and then, like, slid into the room. I mean, it's a possibility. Like, like I said, overall, that was just a whole weird scene. I don't... Whatever. So, they go and review the footage. And his mom was at the gambling den with her old boyfriend. And Ralph gets upset because apparently his mother told him that... That all of her boyfriends died. And at this point, I'm not even mad at the mom. Wow. I'm not, because you're a dumbass. I'm sorry. You have For to trusting the... your mother? Yes. Yes. Wow. Like, parents lie to their children all the time. Parents lie about Santa Claus. Parents lie about the two fairy. They and don't parents... lie about death, okay? Um. Yes, they do. I'm not going to get into religion, but... Wow. <laughs> they lie I about a lot of stuff. I can not with you, okay? And they lie about a lot. So, I'm just saying, at this point, like, I was like, okay, the first time, got it. The second time, sure. But the moment you get to, like, three, I will start suspecting my mother of murder. (laughs) At the very (laughs) least, I would think she was killing, I think she was a black widow killing off her boyfriend. (laughs) And it's weird that he's just like, you've lied to me. I mean, I'm guessing she had about 10, 15 boyfriends at this time. Maybe 10. No, I was thinking like maybe six. Even six. But see, the thing is, I would have believed my mother. Like, I'd have been been Ralph, if we're being honest. I'd have been like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you lied about that. You are a fool. (laughs) You are. I couldn't do it. Like, my mom, my mom, I love her dearly, but... My mom is Ralph's mom. Like, I just didn't want your feelings hurt. No. No, you tell me. I met a fly, right? Just flew on my computer screen and started rubbing his hands together and looking at me. <laughs> Get out of here. Shoe fly. Right. Are you saying that to the fly and Ralph's mom? Both. Because I'm like, that's... Re- well, really to Ralph, because you was dumb enough to fall for that. I would have been Ralph, like, if we were being honest. Because I was sitting up there like, I can't believe his mother would lie about that. That is awful. And you're like, I would have thought she was a black widow. I wouldn't have thought that. 
I wouldn't. No, have been... if I believe, no, there's no way. There's no way that that was a big coincidence like that that happened. One, two, I'll even give you three. At three, I would start getting suspicious. <laughs> but you always at six to 15 at this point. This depends on how often she lied. How many times she introduced people to her son. My thing is, why are you introduced? Like, if you felt the need that you had to lie about whether or not your boyfriends are dead, why are you even introducing them to your son in the first place? I agree with that. Like, at some point, you just need to stop it. Right. He not, he's not going to get attached if they never meet. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. That was weird. Like, I just, I never wanted to see you go through it again after your father abandoned us and didn't even say goodbye. No, you let him know some dudes are assholes, okay? And that his dad is one of them. And then you introduce him to other people. And, like, this could have been your dad, but nope, I don't want him. I don't know. Just don't introduce him. I don't get it. The idea of saying every single boyfriend that I ever had is dead. Mm-hmm. You're not that old for that to be believable <laughs> and you not to be mad. You know what I mean? Like, uh, if you're 60, I mean, I'll say this. If you're 60 plus, I could believe a lot of your boyfriends kicked the bucket at that point. Wow. I could. Because, I mean, people started dropping out around 60. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I can believe it then. But you are clearly, like, maybe 50, just about to be 60. So, I mean, like, at that point, maybe two of your boyfriends died of natural causes. But all 20 of them? I don't know how many they are, but I'm assuming she had a lot for him to say all of your... Bo- I don't know. It's just weird. No, because eight is still a pretty decent... Even if we go five. Let's modestly say five. All right. That's still... A lot of dead boyfriends. <laughs> I literally thought his mom was killing them off. <laughs> and he was the one who got away. Wow. Because I was like, I can't believe they all died. That's very unfortunate for her. Wow. And then, of course, here here goes Ralph. You need to leave. I was shocked. I was like, you kicking out your mother? You disrespectful child, you? How dare you? Okay? Because I would have told my mother get out, too. Like, because oh, before I say something. Child. Before I say something that no, I will regret. You leave. You don't tell your mother to leave. You're in my office. You leave out the office. I'm not leaving my office. Get out. Get out. Desmond, that's disrespectful. No. That's like, because I've had confrontations where I, I told a parent to get out of my space. Right. But that wasn't your mom. So, let's be real. If that was your mom, I would flush you out. <laughs> You don't do that. Like, I no, you don't do that. Like, if I was upset with my mother, I'd be like, I can't even, me and my mother have had major, like, arguments, like, where I'm extremely upset about some of the things that she's saying to me. You realize, this is over the phone. I have never hung up on her. Never in my entire life. Ever. Yeah, hanging up on someone is disrespectful. Oh, but she has hung up on me. <laughs> she like, click. I'm like, oh, no. Sorry. You know, that crap makes me mad. But at the same time, I have never hung up on her. The point being is, you do not do that to your mother. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You just don't. Like, I can't kick her out. To me, kicking her out of the house is the same as hanging up on her. It's not. I'm asking you to leave. I didn't kick you out. I didn't tell the police and have them ask you out. 
You I said, said I need to leave. That is essentially Please respect it. my space and leave. No, because you respect we... my space and get the hell out. This is you my office. And nope. I would leave. I would like, look, look, mom, look, I love you, but I can't deal with this right now. I'll be back. No, you stay here, be this is my own. No, tea. you don't get to be comfortable in my space. I'm sorry. I'm mad at you now. No, I don't, I don't have that in me. Like, I am mad at you now. You don't get to be in my space comfortably. Mm-mm-mm. Well, we understand where Jasmine's mom's going to be in a couple years. Jasmine's going to be like, you're in my space, mom. I'm upset. You I'm need upset. to leave. Half a million on my head is disrespect. Your mom going to be, Jasmine, darling. Oh, uh, uh. <laughs> I love that you made her sound so. She all feeble and old. <laughs> but please, sweetheart, please. No, mom. Get out. But it's cold outside. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you made it cold. Like it wasn't in the middle of summer for them. Well, it's winter. It was winter for them. They're in um Canada. What are you talking about? Not no, they're in what Central City. Yeah, but they're filming in Canada. So. But they're in Central City, in where Central... it's cold. Nope. So, I don't know that. Neither but, do you. But Jasmine, darling, please, please don't kick me out. I'm so cold and hungry. <laughs> you enjoying this way too much. Hey, hear me, little ass. Who, by the way, Jasmine looks exactly like her mother. So that's added insult to injury. How mm. dare you have my face and kick me out? <sighs> How I dare should... you have my face and lie to me? No, no. You have my face. Mm-mm. Okay? I don't have your face. I loaned you my face. I can take it back. All You're right. taking faces? Yes. I will be snatching faces. Let my kid pull that. I'm telling you, future children, don't listen to Auntie Jasmine because she will get you killed. I will That's let you come live with me. You don't got words. Right. And you will get her killed. So if you love her, you better <laughs> take her up on that. All right. So anyway, um, Ralph, after that, I guess, comes to his senses and says, Mom, Mom, Dad damaged the both of us. It's not your fault. You're a liar. He damaged it, it, us. It is. And now we it's your fault. You're a liar, Mom. Like No, no. Now we gotta find love. We gotta learn to love again, cause we neither one of us have truly loved anyone. Neither one of each us other. wants to be the first to say. No, stop. <laughs> 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 so anyway, that happens. They reconcile, and that's the end of his storyline. What are your thoughts about the entire storyline? Uh, I don't care about Ralph. If we're being honest, like the only time that Ralph matters to me is when um is I don't know. I can't think of a time when Ralph matters to me. Ralph doesn't honest. matter. I'm sorry. <laughs> he doesn't. I'm not I don't think I would be sad if he died. That's what I'm thinking too. Like well, I mean honestly if the character died, I really don't feel like I would shed a tear. And that's not saying that he's not a good character or anything. I just feel like I don't know. They say that there's always room to love more people, but I feel like it's a lie. I think my heart has reached capacity (laughs) for characters for me to love on the show. I think I don't have room for another, which is probably why I don't like Cisco's new girlfriend. Do you like the new Harrison? Oh, yes. (laughs) Like, (laughs) that's different. (laughs) That's different. 
<laughs> Wait till we get to that point, okay? All right, and I'll tell you why. All right, so what did you think about Killer Frost being at the crime scene? I thought it was stupid. First of all, I'm is like, she, Does she even have clearance to be at these crime scenes? No! Absolutely. She may, maybe. Now that I think about it. It, it may have been an episode where she got clearance. I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember. But if she doesn't, even if she doesn't, doesn't, why is she there? Why is she there? She's not an investigator. She's not a CSI. Well, I mean, he's taking her so he she can be the new him. No, that's not why he's taking her to do that. Yes, it is. No, it's not. It is. Jasmine, it's not. You missed the entire point. No, he wants to train her so that he she can um be like the Flash in situations. Why don't I have a cricket sound effect? Why? Uh, no, that's not it. Yes and no. Okay. So I get what you're saying. He He's trying to train her how to be a hero. Period. He's trying to train her how to handle different situations. How to, how to not... Um, overreact right and also how to function without him that's what he's doing he's trying to train her how to be a hero without his guidance you know what i mean Mm -hmm. where she's not doing stupid stuff like pushing people off buildings and saying oh well you know what i mean that's technically i mean he didn't die so he didn't i said i didn't say he died i said push people off of buildings and then be like oh well she didn't know he wasn't going to die okay barry I'm just saying. So I mean, anyway. he was trying to kill me. What do you want me to do? Right. That's why you're not in the school of flesh. Apparently, you would be rejected. I would definitely. I'm starting the school of flesh. We're looking for new members. Jasmine is clearly not one of them. I'm going to send out rejection letters to people too. Yeah. I am. I'm going to go. I'm going to do a school of flesh and have everybody apply, go through, and say you are worthy. You are not, and the ones who are not, it's because if you do some crap, like some crappy stuff on social media that's not very heroic, we can't accept you, or or we'll put you in remedial class. Wow! Right, you gotta be in remedial hero training. Like you have potential, but we need to teach you the basics. Wow! What? You are a petty Betty. <laughs> I'm sorry. The only reason why I brought it up because the Sims um, team did that for Sims University, but they didn't reject anybody. Just like, God, just if you only would have rejected one YouTuber, like just to like, I don't know, mess with them a little bit. That would have been hilarious. <sighs> All right. So anyway, Killer Frost is at the crime scene. Oh, um, wait, listen, that would have been great too. Right. That too. Like, why would you? There's so many things you could have done. But outside of that, like, I would definitely, I'm sorry, going back to it. If you didn't buy all the Sims games from, like, the entirety of the series, because you know they had a data for that. Mm-hmm. If you didn't buy that, then I'd be like, hmm, all right. Depending on how much you didn't buy, you'll either be waitlisted or put into remedial or outright rejected. Like, you're not a real Sims fan. <laughs> buy all of our other stuff, then you can, that's your tuition cost. <laughs> All right. Um, so they find out that uh, the during the heist that all those people were killed because they had uh, dark matter weapons and all the dark matter was removed. 
So Killer Frost is like, ooh, I know somebody who's been looking for Dark Matter. Yeah, like, I loved her. She was like, yeah, this is perfect. We've been like, this is the person who's been doing it. Blah, blah, blah. I don't trust him, Barry. And I was like, yeah, you shouldn't trust him. Right, but she was still dumb. She was. Like, at the end of the day, if you thought it was him, instead of approaching Barry like, hey, um, this is this Ramsey guy has been searching for dark matter for this reason. I have reason to suspect him. Then okay. Instead you go there and try to kill him. Mm-hmm. And then after that, y'all basically revealed who you all were. Exactly. I'm like, I'm surprised Barry even put up pretenses to say that he wasn't the flash to pretend like he wasn't. You had him in, um, star labs. You, she, he already knows about Caitlin mm-hmm. being killer frost. Who is she always hanging out? Like, just for that one connection. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> I love how angry you actually are about this. It's just, a, it was a lot. So, I'm really over the whole Teen Frost and I, Woe Is Me bull. I'm really in. I don't think they know how to write women on the show really well. It they wrote Iris. A, it took them a while to even get Iris right. Yeah. They really do not know how to write women on the show. Like, they always um, make them seem like children. You have, if you really think about all the women who've been on the show, maybe one or two actually acted like women. Most of them act like little girls. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's bothersome. Anyway, um, so one little um, Easter egg they had in it was the name of the guy who turned into a zombie. His last name was Romero. And anybody who's a zombie fan knows who that person is. So, yay. So, I should not know. Well, Jasmine doesn't watch horror, so no, you shouldn't know. But Romero is basically, like, the creator of zombies. Oh. Right. So, I thought that was a cute little tidbit that they had in there. I don't know if it was other spoilers or Easter eggs. Not spoilers. Easter eggs in it. That was the one that I caught. Um, so, after all of that... Where, where, oh yeah, so during that whole encounter, I don't remember what happened, but Romero came into the room and was like, ooh, Dark Matter, I want Dark Matter, and Killer Frost ends up pushing him out the window, and he falls several stories to the ground. Barry freaks out, like, what are you doing? And she's like, oh well, he's alive, I mean, he's alive, chill. Mind you, she didn't know he was going to be alive. I'm I'm fine with that, I'm completely honest. Right. Except for if it was you, you wouldn't be. If you got pushed out of a window because you were could be in control by somebody else, you would be really upset. Well, maybe you would because you would be dead. So there you go. <laughs> I was about to say, if I got pushed out of a window, I'd be dead. So. so you shouldn't be hyped about that. It's weird. I don't like, I mean, for me, I really, I'm on Barry's side about that because she was being negligent. She was being overly emotional. She wasn't really looking at the situation at hand, trying to find out if there was another way to stop him mm-hmm. or anything. She wasn't being a hero. She You're was right. being a villain. And yeah. at that point, and I won't even say, um, what do you call it, uh, opportunist or um, uh, anti-hero or whatever. She mm-hmm. just was being a villain. Well, she Killer Frost a- is a villain, isn't she? Yes and no. She's more like Catwoman to me. Hmm. So, 
If she wants to be a hero, you need to act like a hero. Otherwise, sit your butt down, sit out of these investigations, and pout in the corner somewhere else. All right, so Barry is against um, working with dark matter because they talked to Ramsey. Ramsey, like, he needs some of this dark matter to try to, you know, so create this cure-all. And Barry's like, no. I'm like, not you too, Barry. Do you think it's a good idea for them to be against the whole dark matter thing? So, yes and no. Because we've had this conversation off air, I think, where I agree that if this is a last, a shot in the dark, and this is like death or or meta. Possibly meta. I think that they should be given the option to have that choice. However, like, I understand that they don't want to just go around creating meta. Who could potentially kill the world. Why? Why don't they want to go around creating matters? Because my thing is, all of them are matters. Right. But that's just like saying, why don't you want to go around creating more of you just because you... Like, that's just like when the people used to throw children with chicken pox together. You don't... Why? You don't do that now. Okay. What is your point? My point is, you just because you have something doesn't mean you want to spread it around. Okay, that's not your choice. That doesn't matter at all. At the end of the day, it does not matter fundamentally whether or not you personally have a problem with people having powers because you have powers. That was the whole point of the last season of the show. One of the main points with Killer Frost, she was upset because she wanted to destroy all the cure for um for people to to decide whether or not they want to be matters. She wanted to destroy that so nobody so if you're born a matter you have to stay a matter. You don't get an option to be human. Now it's the reverse. Now you don't get an option to save your life and as a consequence you may or may not become a matter. That is stupid. At the end of the day that is really dumb. If your job is to not do any harm, I feel like you're harming these people. No, but you're harming them more by offering them this choice. No, you're not. You sound like the federal government at this point. Like, most of the time, like, come on, let's be real. Most of the time, there's a lot of cure to a lot of diseases out here that in America you do not have access to because they can't figure out a way to, quote, unquote, um, distribute it or, quote, unquote, get money off of it. Well, not just that. that. Most um, cures and anything that is in the American market has to be at least 91% effective. If it is not at least 91% effective, you will never see it. That's what they tell you, but that's not true. Okay, let's move away from conspiracies, please. I'm just saying, it's definitely not true. It's plenty I prefer not to be 91%, I would say more like 70% effective. I would prefer not to be on a watch list tonight, ma'am. Jasmine, you're black. You're already on a watch list. Let's go back to the flesh. Is the Baltimore City Police Department... The Flash. They're looking at you, Jess. The Flash. They're watching you. I like The Flash. (laughs) It was nice. Barry was there. You know, he did his little talk to Frost and was like, yo, you gotta be better. And then he even goes on to say, you know what, I'm not always gonna be here. Like, he might as well have just said, I'm going to die. That was dumb. I'm over them. Anyway, so Iris... or So this is what happened. So I don't know... Oh, oh yeah. So Iris, little um, new reporter, found a picture of Harrison Wells, 
And she's like, I got this information. So Iris and Cisco go and look into it. And Harry is like, I don't know. What version would you call this one? Like an Indiana Jones one? Yeah, I was thinking Indiana Jones. Yeah, so this is the Indiana Jones version of Harry. And I loved him. This he was literally my favorite part of this entire. I gotta episode. agree with you, and I hate that I agree with you, but I loved him so much. Why do you hate agreeing with me? Because I'm amazing, and you don't want to be as amazing as me. I hate agreeing with you because you get let it go to your head, your big I round head. I never let that get to my head. Your big, I'm very, big, I'm the big most humble round person head. You know, you have okay? a huge round head. When I no, I, I'm the most humblest person. Would the, the most humble person I know say that? Yes, because a humble person understands their place in society. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was a quote from Donald Trump, by the way. Wow. <laughs> you yes. took that ledge, didn't you? Well, it was a great quote. I'm the most humblest person that you'll ever know. Mm-hmm. It was great. I mean, we can learn a lot of things from him. All right. And that's why suddenly Republicans will come out the woodwork. I love this show. <laughs> that would be interesting if that happened. Oh. <sighs> Now, uh, moving on. So anyway, um, he's like, he's looking for, what was it? I don't remember. I don't remember. It was something. Eloranium? With... No. It was like. Elementalism? Uh, something like that. Well, why, he, talk about the whole encounter while I look it up. So he is running through alleys and Iris like runs up to him along with Cisco. And Cisco's like, hey. I'm Cisco Ramirez, and what is what is, is it? Is his last name Ramirez? Isn't it? I'll look it up. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is making Ramon. me sound burnt. Ramon. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, I feel like that's not his name. This podcast is making me sound very problematic. Oh, <laughs> uh, Cisco Ramon. <laughs> Uh, he's like, hey, we're friends. Like, we are slow to warm up, but blah, 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 blah. And he's like, I'm looking for something. Oh, it's you. You're exactly what I'm looking for. It's Iris. Yeah. And- so he was looking for Eternium. Mm. Which I was laughing because it reminded me of, like, the whole Avatar thing. I haven't seen it, so. The movie Avatar? Yeah. Like, Avatar, Avatar. I Not have... like Avatar The Last Airbender. Yes, I have never seen Avatar. I'm telling you, like... Hmm. I mean, look. So, basically, it was like... I don't know. It was like some type of element that's like ultimate... Ultimate... I don't know. It was like a really crazy name like that. Like, um, Eternium. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, really, y'all couldn't come up with a better idea for that. But it... It made me laugh. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. continue tell your story. So he scans Iris and Iris tases him. And they drag him back to her newspaper office. So what were your thoughts about that scene? Um, I really liked that Iris was being amazing. But I was irritated by Iris all at the same time. Like, I really like that she was the one who tased him because he got a little too close. I kind of was irritated by it. Why? Because he was so close to telling us what he was looking for. 
I'm like, come on, Iris. Just like he was about to say it, and then you had to take it. Now we, we, we don't really have the full story. I'm like, why are you? Why are the particles coming off of you? Now that I think about it, it's probably because of the whole encounter with um the monitor. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But he said it was stronger in the alley because it was no, underneath well, the, the alley, alley, but specifically the sewer. So I'm like, what was down there? It was the uranium at the end. Of, like he found no. it. Why do you keep calling it uranium? I don't know. It's eternium, but uh, and it's a multiversal element. But what is down there? We, they never showed us what he found. Mm. Well, so, I mean, we can infer that it was the eternium. Jeff. What? I know that it's eternium, but we haven't seen it. Like, what is it? Just, <laughs> you, just because you tell me it's a multiversal element, I'm not done. I need to see more. I know. Like, you yeah, always but, want more information. With everybody you're else. like, yeah, but it's the Eternium. Okay, what is Eternium? How does it work? What type of element is it? Like, what does it do? Like, what are you talking well, about? I, did you like, um, like, you said you like this version of her, so well, why? Because he's fun. He is funny. See, he the makes reason me laugh. I liked him because, and ironically, my Christianity is going to come out here for a second. <gasps> But I like I that glare at the mic when you said that. <laughs> I like that he was like, I disproved like his, his speech about God. Oh, that's why you oh. I found him very entertaining. <laughs> oh. Oh, like somebody who's like, Yes, I know that God exists, but just looking at you thinking that he's not, I found it cute. No, that's not what he said. No, I'm saying that was you. Oh. Cause he was like stupid people who need to be pacified believe in God. It's he just made a list and he was like people who don't understand how the world works and then um i disproved the myths of god i felt like that would be you if we're being it honest. really was that's why i didn't really have a problem with what he was saying like it like as a christian that stood out to me because i'm just like hmm all right sir well look i mean somebody's wrong in this scenario and it's not me I feel like that would definitely be something you would say. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I wish you would say something like that. But anyway, like, I don't know. Nobody really knows, like, at the end of the day. But what I find, what I found funny about him was that he was just like, I love the energy that he gave us. It was, and I love the chemistry between him and Cisco. Like, that is just the best. Those two characters on screen is the best thing that they ever had. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. And it's just, I don't know. I kind of could do away with the whole, I just don't need Ralph. Ralph can go, and I'll be happy if they just kept Harrison. You know what I mean? (laughs) Just move Ralph away from the team and let that be Harrison, because Harrison is actually funny to me. Ralph, the only time I ever laughed with Ralph was when he was was, uh, screaming. That is the sad part. You know in episode two when he was screaming because his face got burnt? Mm-hmm. I could not stop laughing. I was like, that was the best scream I ever heard. It was great. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that you even sighed reminiscing. <laughs> oh, that scream. You sound like a crazy person. So anyway, um, Allegra sees that Harrison was in the um, room. Well, first of all, Harrison did a Batman and escaped with um, with smoke. And then we turn, they turn the camera and you see Allegra, which I didn't even know was a real name. 
I thought that was just a name of a pill. You know what I mean? No. We do that from um that movie with Will Smith where he was like helping people get dates hitched. Her name wasn't Allegra. Her name was Allegra. I ignored that. Wow. Because I'm like, it must have been a thing like, you know, I couldn't put the two together because it just sounded so weird. Why would you name a pill Allegra? A person know. or a pill? The pill. I can, It obviously was somebody's name before the pill was invented. Was it? Yes. That's like me naming something like Michelle. This this is a new pill called Michelle. Michelle will help you out in every form and fashion. Just take a one pill. Like, it's weird now that I know that. <laughs> anyway, so Allegra tells Iris, look, I'm not going to work for you if you're going to be lying to me, okay? I told you that Harrison Wells was here and you tried to scoot it under the butt. She's like, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I just can't tell you now. And then she did have a good point. She was like, we are journalists. Our job is to tell the truth, not even when it's not convenient. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We do not get to police the truth. And I was like, that was a good point. But I'm mad that for her, that translated to, oh, we need to tell the team that Barry's going to die and not, oh, we need to tell Allegra what's happening. Because at the Cause end I thought of the day, they were, I mean, as many people who know, right? I, <laughs> I just thought Allegra was going to be coming into the fold. I just assumed so, too, uh, with all the um, revealing they be doing. Mm-hmm. So, back at Stop Labs, Barry confronts Killer Frost, who is working out her aggression on a practice dummy. So, she's, like, super upset. Uh, she admits that she's scared to die, um, that she just got her life, and she's so upset that now it's about to end, you know, December 10th. That was stupid. Yeah, I'm just sitting here like, girl, we already know you're not going to die. You know you're not going to die. Only person that's going to die is Barry. Be happy it's not you then. Like, that's it. Literally, the only person who's dying is Barry. Barry is the only one. Oh, and also, um... Are you, are you ready Nora. for my thing now? Since you keep, like, oh, yeah, go ahead. So, I was reading this article, and basically it said... Wait, possible spoilers. Skip, like, two minutes. It said that the that's the future. Barry saw billions of futures, and the only one where everyone survives is if he dies. Which means there's a gaping loophole where members of the team could die. And we already know Cisco's leaving. We already know a few different people are already leaving. So it would make sense if they died in the crisis and Barry survives. Especially since we know that the um, the crisis, that the Flash is planned for at least eight seasons. Okay. Are you happy? What? That was some amazing information that I never thought of. I feel like you're being sarcastic. I am. Like, why? Like, I. <laughs> this is why I don't come on these podcasts. Because Michelle is mean to me. I am not mean to you, but it's just like, okay, remember, how did you forget Crisis, the, the first part? Do you remember what happened in that episode or those episodes? Uh. All right. Remember how Barry and um, Supergirl are supposed to die in crisis, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. And Arrow made a um, 
made a deal with the monitor to save them both. Mm-hmm. So we already know he's not dying, Jasmine. We know who's dying. No, but that was in last crisis. That wasn't in this crisis. Jasmine, the Is this the same crisis? crisis? Yes. Crisis 1 was part 1 <laughs> of all of this. They just had a glimpse of what was going to happen. Oh, yeah, and then Arrow ends this season, too. Oh, bless your heart. Bless your heart. Well, anyway, um, <laughs> they have that whole discussion. Um... And then Rosso Ramsey, that's a terrible name. So Ramsey is trying was trying to steal some stuff, and I don't really care about Ramsey's storyline. He just seems like a weird character to me. I don't even know how to explain it. I I know this is this. Would we consider this a recap show or after show? Because I don't feel like recapping this. I mean, it's up to you. You're the host. Okay, because here's my thing with Ramsey's character. I don't know what you're doing, sir. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just like you want to solve the HLH problem, right? Mm-hmm. Him and Barry had this going back and forth, which which was one of the things that irritated me throughout the course of the episode. They had various conversations. And at the end of the day, Barry's like, sometimes you can't save every... I mean, you can't... Sometimes you're going to die. You got to be able to accept it. He's like, no, I will never accept it. I will always fight, right? And it irritated me because Barry acted like he could not understand uh, Ramsey's point of view in this whole situation. This is what why I was getting irritated with this whole storyline. He acted like he could not understand at all Ramsey's situation, why he was making that, um, making his these types of choices. Instead, he should just accept death. And I'm thinking we had five seasons of Barry fighting death every season. Because he was either trying to save Iris when Iris was um, supposed to die. He was trying to save his mother when his mother was supposed to die. He was trying to um, save himself when he found out when he found out that he was disappearing for 25 years and build a relationship with Nora while at the same time telling Nora that it's wrong to try to save people. You know what I mean? Mm-mm. Or no, not save people, manipulate the timeline. It's just a lot of stuff that is going on that's very contradictory, and he reminds me of Don from Titans so much at this point. Tell me, pick a side and stick to the damn side. You can have character growth another time, okay? <laughs> I'm sick of this flip-flopping. It's so Well, I mean, annoying. they're like real people. People flip-flop all the time. Not that much. Yes, they do. Not that Especially, much. Especially, it depends on the situation, if I'm being honest. Because it's right when I do it, it's wrong when you do it. People tend to be like that. Then you don't need to be a hero. You don't. If you can't see, if it's not, not that it has to be black and white for you, not even that it has to be that, but where your your code of conduct is that flimsy, I don't think that you should be a hero. Then what, like, what are you then? You're not really being heroic. You're not trying to save. Now you're against saving a bunch of people. Because it's not convenient to you. And then at the same time, you're against saving a bunch of people, even though it's inconvenient to you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just like, it doesn't make any sense. Why not say, why not work with Ramsey to try to find a cure for these diseases and then not only do that, but also limit it so that way maybe we can mitigate the side effect of turning meta. Maybe you get this, and then on top of that, you'll get the anti-meta uh, 
thing. You right, know but how I mean? do you know that once it cures it, it won't come back once you hit that? Right, you don't. But that's my point. Why aren't you trying to figure this out? They never thought about this stuff. Right, because not that's not that's their... the answer. No, I'm but saying... my thing is this, okay? That's not their job. At the end of the day, they... So their job is also not... I'm sorry to interrupt you, but their job is also not to sentence people to death either. You, I didn't sentence you to there. death. Your body sentenced you to death. No, you sentenced me to death. Jasmine, if you have the only cure on the planet and you tell me that I can't have access to it because you just don't feel right about it, what the heck are you doing? I am saving you from a worse fate than death. No, you're not. You just made it clear it's not a fate worse than death. How did I make it clear? Because last season, the entire thing was about being mad. It was better than being dead. What are you talking about? <laughs> yes, for me, if you were born Goodbye. that way. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> if you were born that way or if it happened accidentally. You were nobody was born that way. No, but if it happened accidentally based on a killer. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Jasmine, we will be moving on. <laughs> Before you are suddenly murdered and people will look at me suspiciously. <sighs> All right, so that's basically what happened. Um, Killer Frost got a birthday party off the deal and they told everyone that Barry's dying. That was it. How? All right, so um, how did you feel about the episode um, overall? I, like I said, I like the episode overall. Like I ended up watching because we we know I said I wasn't coming back to the Flash. After Nora's death, I was like, I washed my hands. Oh, oh, oh. oh my god, they scared the crap out of me. <laughs> I was like, they were so quiet this entire time. And then he was like, after Nora's death, all this barking. I was like, oh my god, I got so scared. Go ahead. Uh, after Nora's death, I was just done with the Flash universe. Like, Nora, like, I like Nora, and then she switched sides and just became crazy. And I was like, oh, all right. And then she died. And I was like, oh, so that's what all this was leading to. Stupid. So I was like, I'm washing my hands of this. But I came back this season to watch. And I was just like, oh, all right. Maybe I can get back into this. So fingers crossed, I'll be able to push through the mid-season slump that like kind of just derails this whole roller coaster for me. Okay, fair enough. And I'll say this, too. Um, as far as Nora goes, y'all not even really fully mourning Nora. They not. Because if you were, y'all would have been trying to make the baby now. You know Barry's dying December 10th. Like, what are y'all doing? My goal would be to get Iris pregnant. Wow. Or me get pregnant, one of the two, depending on who I am in this scenario. You know what I mean? Wow. Like if I'm sitting here, no. The whole first episode, they were mourning Nora because they were like, there was, um, she was gone. You know what I mean? And yeah, we know we'll get her back eventually, but she's gone now. Now you find out that she is going to be gone permanently and you're not doing anything about it. Well, because she wasn't born this early. so that She even... was. She literally was. Like, she was already, she was about three, like, about three to um, five years old. Something like that when a crisis originally happened. Right, originally, but that was 2024. Right. No, no, Jasmine. Jasmine. Or was that 2024. 2020? No, 2024, right? So it was exactly 10 years. That's four years from now. Mm-hmm. Meaning that she was already either born at this point 
or Iris was pregnant at this point. Hmm. So my question is, what the heck? Y'all are getting close to the time, and y'all not even trying to do anything about it. Well, maybe they didn't actively try the last time. Maybe she just happened. It doesn't, Jasmine. That was the last time. This is this time where you have the information, where you know where the. <laughs> I love that you're like, no, they have the information. They must actively try. Yes, because otherwise, don't sit here and crying about you losing your damn daughter and how she can come back. At that point, don't even mention. Like for me, I would have been fine if it's like Nora's gone. That's it. But you're like Nora's gone, but we can replace her. But she's gone right now. You're not even trying to um let her come into existence again. It's weird. But that's all I have to say about the episode. Um, anything else before we end it? Nope. All right, thank you for listening to another episode of Geeks in the Machine podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and review. We love your feedback. Be a part of the discussion. If you have a different perspective or think we missed something, use GOTM, The Flash, on Twitter and tell us your thoughts, okay? We will address it on the next episode. Join us on Discord, Twitter, Facebook, overpowerentertainment.com, especially overpowerentertainment.com because, hey, you get all of our podcasts there. You get our reviews. You get our articles. You get everything. Interviews. You get you get it all. All right. And so sign the up links... for the mailing list. Oh yeah, sign up for the mailing list too. <laughs> I love that that was your afterthought. Oh yeah, do that too. Uh, once again, you know everything's there on overpowerentertainment.com. The links are in the description, and we're out. So bye. Bye.